On this episode of Recruiting Hell, you've likely heard the phrase, have an attitude of gratitude. And honestly, that can be a real challenge when life is looking down because of a job hunt. It's the Thanksgiving episode of Recruiting Hell, and even though 2020 has taken much from many of us, we still have a lot to be thankful for this year. And today, we'll find out why mindset is one of the key elements to winning your job hunt. Hello, and welcome to Recruiting Hell. I'm your host, Rob Conlon. And by the time you're listening to this, you're probably either on your way to, trying to get away from, or coming back home from, spending some time with your family on Thanksgiving. Turkey Day is a very special day for many people, and of course it only comes once a year like most holidays. And the lessons of being grateful for what we have and the people who care about us should probably be applied all year long. But you already know that, don't you? If you're listening to this show, you may have had the feeling that there's not a whole lot to be grateful for in 2020. You're not wrong. 2020 has put systems across all aspects of society to the test, and many of them are failing or at the near breaking point. It's normal and human to get frustrated with that and, of course, see it as bad. That's a healthy thing to a point, and it means that you're not deluding yourself or anything like that and living in a fantasy world where everything's just peachy all the time. That little comic uh, of the dog that's sipping the coffee in the burning house and saying, you know, this is fine, just kind of popped into my head there, which is great. Now, back on track, this episode is not here to tell you to be thankful for the garbage that's been thrown your way. I won't bamboozle you with that. You deserve better. This episode is designed to help you find new outlooks on aspects of your life and build strategies that capitalize on the cylinders in your personal journey that are still firing. We're going to be talking about two concepts today, and they go hand in hand. The first is the secret, and the second is the abundance spiral. Aspects of these processes can help your job hunt immensely, but we're not relying on one or the other exclusively, and we take the pieces that actually work from both of them rather than just applying them point blank and, and carte blanche, if you will. So getting started, of course, with the things that keep the show running for a quick moment, we'll make it quick. Again, number one, RecruitingHell.com, Recruiting-Hell.com. It's our website, and it's your gateway to everything job hunting, everything. A few episodes ago, we announced something special that was waiting for you there as well. It's, of course, our free guide, Six Strategies to End Your Job Hunt for Good. comes complete with a checklist to help you establish those great habits and get back in the work game ASAP. You can grab that at RecruitingHell.com slash six strats. Again, that's RecruitingHell.com slash six strats. People picking that up are... Folks who listen to the show, new listeners to the, to the show, it's, it's outstanding. I really hope you are finding some value in it, and feedback is, of course, welcome. Number two, our Patreon patrons, uh, there are a handful of you, which is just, it warms my heart. It really does. It's great to have you, you folks helping others. And, of course, there's benefits to that, you know, things like ask a question, personalized career coaching, if, you, if that's something that you're in need of. We can do so much to help your job hunt here at Recruiting Hell. So if you love the show, can't get enough of the radio voice, as I always say, uh, you can show your support with a couple bucks a month to help make this thing bigger and better at patreon.com slash recruitinghell. Number three, of course, rate the show. If you like this, great. If you don't like the show, A, why are you listening? But B, let us know how we can improve. You know, Sometimes there is valuable stuff 
in other than five-star reviews. We'd love to have them all be five-star, but of course, uh, we grow when we get constructive criticism. So by all means, please do rate the show on iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform is because that does help draw other people to the show. And a huge shout-out to Taya from the Offbeat Worm podcast, which is kind of one of my, my friend podcasts. Very, very nice folks I've met through a podcasting group. She left just a banger of a review there, and I just really appreciate that, Taya. Thank you very much, my friend. Other than that, one other minor housekeeping item here. You've probably noticed that over the past 10-ish episodes, we've had a few platforms, a few companies on here, and... These are presented as options, and they're presented as tools for you. The guesting on the show comes from the relationships that I go and seek out and I develop with these people to bring their product or service to you because I've found it useful. i found it to be something that I am willing to use or that would help me in a job hunt. So in this current incarnation, this show does not charge guests to appear, and we currently do not accept payment for consideration or positive reviews. You deserve an unbiased and well-editorialized uh, podcast to help your job hunt. If this will ever change, we're going we're gonna to notify you, of course, at the beginning of every episode that has been sponsored. You know, And YouTube helps us out with that, too, to say, hey, you got to let people know that this is, this is sponsored, which is great. You deserve things, though, as a listener. And, it's, of course, it's always my goal as your host to be as transparent as possible. And if I tell you that somebody is on here and has a product, it's because I believe in the product right now. Unless I tell you before that, hey, XYZ company uh, paid to be here, and we want to talk about that product in that way. So any questions, of course, direct them to the Recruiting Hell Podcast at gmail.com. Links for everything mentioned above in the show description for you to check out. And as always, kicking it off, we start with our affirmation that we're going to make it through this. You are. I deserve to find a career opportunity that makes the most of who I am with the talents that I was given. I deserve to know about and be protected from jobs and employers who would take advantage of me. Asking for help in my job hunt is a sign of strength, not a sign of weakness. And my willingness to seek help in my job hunt will ultimately pay off for me. I have the discipline and the motivation to succeed in this task. I can escape recruiting hell, and I'm welcome at this table to learn new skills to win my job hunt. All right, you can and you will escape recruiting hell, folks. I'd say let's meet today's guest, but hey, that's me, myself, and of course I. Now, tucked away on my nightstand is a book, and I'm going to describe this thing for you who are listening, but I'm going to hold it up for the folks on the VOD. This is about four, this is a book. It's about four by six inches in dimension. It's got about, if you look at the side here, it's got about 80 dog-eared pages, and there's this giant ink stain on the lower right-hand corner of the book. And this is my copy of Rhonda Burns' The Secret. And this was given to me a little over five years ago. I've read the book four times cover to cover and referenced it 400 times in a little over those five years. And this is a toolkit that makes things happen in your life. And some of those tools apply really heavily to some folks, while some people... They don't apply to it all, and that's okay. The first point, and probably the greatest thing that's out of that book that we're going to talk about today with our Law of Attraction and Attitude of Gratitude episode, is the Law of Attraction. Now, the Law of Attraction is indeed real, and it feeds off how your mindset is presented throughout your day. This is tough to break with a job hunt, because getting rejected, and even having to look for a job, you know, that's a... 
that's from a point of weakness. That's from a point of negativity. I'm out of a job. I don't have work. I am getting rejected from this. It's by default a negative mindset. It's a scarcity mindset. In utilizing the secret, your first task is to minimize the time that you spend in a negative thought cycle. Now, when you're job hunting, you get rejected and it hurts. And that's okay. Getting out of the negative thought cycle is something you have to learn to develop. It's not just a switch you can flip at first. It takes practice to be able to come through challenges with the right mindset. And even then, it's okay to be sad or frustrated or even angry. Another good podcaster friend of mine said, it's okay to not be okay sometimes. The recovery from this is the skill that we need to develop. You're not just going to be magically happy all the time. And that would make life boring and pretty weird because just like if you had music cranked up to the volume 11 and all the, all the time with the same you know volume all the way through for an extended period of time, you would just become numb to it. The first part of the secret is learning to frame your successes and failures correctly and use the emotional energy that you gain from your wins to dampen the effects of the emotional energy you lose from your losses. Again, be sad, be angry, be frustrated, be human. But use the successes that you have every day to temper those emotions. And when you win, celebrate it. Do something for you, share it with someone you care about. And putting that thought in your head is so important because it begins this, this self-sustaining process, which we'll talk more about later with what's called the abundance spiral. So first, we're going to talk about the law of attraction and how that feeds into gratitude. We've talked mindset before, and one of the biggest things that you can do to shore up your job search is have that healthy mindset. It takes work. We have whole episodes of this show, uh, two-parters even, dedicated to talking about mindset with psychological professionals. And one of the things we didn't talk about with Christine when she was on our show was the ability to draw your thing, draw things your way subconsciously. And the power of yes. Now, keep in mind, your BS detector should be going off here. And this is where we split some of the pieces of the secret off and analyze them a bit deeper than just do this and you'll win. Let me be perfectly clear before we continue. There are parts of the secret that really truly work. But the parts of the secret that work are not as magical or as low effort as the book makes them seem. If you think good thoughts all the time, that's helpful. But I can tell you that strategy is unlikely to find you a job. If I tell you, though, that the right mental state and mindset is going to help you be able to perform the actual grunt work of applications and follow-ups more effectively, now we're getting somewhere. You have to get your head right before you can get in the game. Part of that is using the law of attraction. Ever notice how folks who are significantly wealthy tend to keep on building wealth throughout their lives? There's a reason for that. Wealth is the result of abundance, and you have more than enough for yourself, and you can begin to put the leftovers to work for you. This compounds and creates more excess. It's a little infuriating sometimes, especially when you maybe or other people you know are lacking. Wealth can be more than just money, though. 
you can be wealthy in time. You can be wealthy in relationships also. And it's the, I caution to use the word exploitation with a word like relationships, but I'm going to use that right now because it's not in the negative sense, if you will. The exploitation of these unique wealths that you have, even though they might not be money, can really power up your job hunt. When you look at your job hunt as a negative, as a chore, and from an attitude of desperation or scarcity, it's going to take on some of those aspects. You've probably had to do something that you've dreaded, dreaded in the past, whether it's for work or for personal. Maybe you had to fire someone. Maybe you knew you were getting fired. You get the idea. There's those things in life that we truly dread. If you wait for that to fester all day, the task becomes so much harder because your mindset moves into one of scarcity and negativity. It's the, oh man, I have to go fire Jim. This is just going to be a terrible thing. He's going to be just so mad and he's got a wife and six kids and whatever it might be. You're building that negative thought in your mind and you shouldn't be. And this goes for any sort of stressor in your life. The faster that you can flip out of scarcity mode and into abundance mode, the better opportunities you're going to have in your job hunt and making things in your life better. So a real life example, you lose your job and you proceed to make a very emotional, sad, frustrated, and pretty much overall negative sounding post on social media. The law of attraction says that this is going to draw negative things to you. And you're going to say, Rob, that's, that's metaphysical stuff. Hear me out for a moment. It's correct. Posting my old company sucked. I hate ABC corporation is not only a terrible move professionally, but it attracts the commentary of others that is negative. It attracts the, yeah, ABC Corporation hosed me too, crowd. Folks who want to help you get out of that situation and maybe help find you a new opportunity are immediately put off by that kind of reaction. And you're drawing the people who can't or don't care to help you to you rather than those who are able to actually help you. If you made that post and went back and mentioned that you separated from ABC Corporation, wished them well, and that you were looking for your next new opportunity, your network and the people who are going to reply to that are going to start to come out of the woodwork for you. And it's going to be from a completely different angle. It's not going to be the chanting, shouting, work is terrible crowd, I hate this company crowd. It's going to be the people who are going to say, you know what? That's a thoughtful post. Like, support, insightful, whatever it might be. You're going to get those reactions. You're going to get those comments. And the most important thing is you're going to get those interactions. When somebody comes by and says, hey, Jim, I am so sorry to hear that you lost your job. How can I help? That's what you're going to be attracting to yourself rather than, you know, Joe, who was fired from ABC Corp, who just has a chip on his shoulder all the time and doesn't either care to or can't help you because he's still out of work. Now, this isn't to scold you about making a comment that's critical of an employer on social media. I mean, sometimes I think they, they do need to be done. But rather, this is to show you that what you attract by your actions and feelings is what you put out to the world and it comes back to you. It's actually written in the pages of The Secret. You are a human transmission tower. 
what you put out to the world ultimately circles back and comes back to you. And this takes so much practice, so much practice at first because you are ultimately overriding emotions that have been ingrained in you and habits that have been ingrained in you and that you've listened to for decades, most likely. But once you harness this, though, this switch, if you will, from negative attitude and a scarcity attitude to an abundance attitude, you master your control over the negativity. And so many aspects of your job just hurt less when that happens. You got rejected. Ah, you know, that was a great job, but I'm sure something better will come along. And maybe, you know what? I saw a job just like that. I should go apply for that. Now, let's take this one step further and pretend that I don't want a certain type of job. I'm going to pick on sales. I'm going to pick on sales because I used to be a salesperson. And sometimes that's where we get some of the best content for this show because it seems like the sales world is a little bit out of touch sometimes. If I say to myself day in and day out during my job hunt, I don't want a sales job. There's a no aspect to that. There's a negativity aspect to that. Don't want a sales job. No sales jobs. I'm still focusing on sales jobs. And that's what you and your subconscious and the rest of the universe, whether it's on social media, people you're talking to throughout the day, that's what they hear. And of course, that's what comes back to you. You have to alter this by talking about what you do want and putting out what you do want. I really want an admin job. I want an accounting job. I want whatever kind of job that you might happen to be interested in. You're going to find that when you're not subconsciously focusing on what you don't want, that the stuff that fits you or that you do want tends to show up easier because you're looking for it and you're starting to recognize it. It's like one of those pictures where you look at it and it's got the, what do they call it, a hidden picture? And you kind of screw up your eyes a little bit funny and all of a sudden the, the, the tiger pops out at you and you go, oh, that's really cool. It's the same way for job hunting. It may have been there all along. The tiger is in that picture, but you need to change your viewpoint in order to find it for yourself. To summarize this point from the margins that are written in uh, in my book, there is so much ink in this book. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Every page probably has a sentence on it or is dog-eared, which is just unbelievable. Five years ago, I wrote, quote, So this law gives zero bleeps about plus or minus. It strips those out and it listens to content, not context. Uh, that's a very insightful thing from 29-year-old me who is... Definitely not as insightful as 34-year-old me. <laughs> when you focus on the content of your thoughts, though, and how that pairs up with your job hunt efforts, you're going to be really surprised at what starts showing up. You're going to see things and opportunities that your eyes have never really seen before, even though they might have been right there. They might have been in plain sight. Thoughts become things, and in this case, thoughts can become job opportunities. That's the first part of the secret. And there's so much more in this book. We've literally covered chapter one. We might do more of that in the future, but this dovetails so nicely into the next half of this episode. So we're going to stop there and just stop with the concept of the law of attraction and kind of the attitude of gratitude and marry that together because, hey, it's, of course, the Thanksgiving episode. So, of course, here we are in 2020. 
and you think that you might not have much to be thankful for. I don't know anyone that's thankful for a lack of a paycheck, no health insurance, the inability to actually go and do the normal things that we do as human beings, enjoying a meal at a restaurant, seeing friends that we like and care about, uh, or even going to an event. I mean, I know music venues are, are suffering massively. You know, Music and art are one, some of the things that make us human. Objectively, 2020 has just sucked. It was an almost instant economic depression. Just add COVID. <laughs> we can acknowledge that we are living in some of the strangest times on this planet since about the 1930s. And it's okay to acknowledge that there are some really messed up things in the world right now. At this time of year, and whether it's in good times or bad, gratitude is on our minds. And the attitude of gratitude is something that is a powerful force to continue to remind us that we have things to be thankful for in our lives. It's also the first segment of a tool from famed business coach Dan Sullivan, and he has what's called an abundance spiral. And it's a it's a set of six steps. They're depicted as being arranged in a circle. And those steps are arrows that lead into one another, of course, meaning they feed into one another. Uh, Google Images uh, did not help me out with this, as I suspected uh, Mr. Sullivan has, you know, kind of kept that under wraps and uh, with a copyrighted graphic and things like that. That's fine. It's his program. I, I want to make sure that we, we aren't uh, stealing his hard work and that we credit him uh, for this concept. But suffice it to say, if you imagine the recycling logo, you know, the three arrows feeding into each other, and just blow that out a little bit bigger, double up the number of arrows and kind of squeeze it into a circle, you have this graphic. And there's words on each of the arrows. The first of them, and the one that you don't really need any investment to get into, to get into what's called the abundance spiral, is gratitude. Gratitude for what life has given you so far. And this isn't this sarcastic gratitude. This isn't the, oh, I got fired. Thanks for the pink slip, boss. This only works with genuine, real deal, made in your heart of hearts, gratitude. Being grateful for your health, if you're healthy. There's nothing worse than not having your health. Being grateful for the people in your life and the gifts that they bring to you. I'm grateful to my folks for recognizing that I had a talent for making a show like this and getting me the proper education when I was younger to make a legit go of a podcast. I'm grateful to and for my wife, Katie, for all of the long hours she's putting in at a law firm while I run our house and work on the show, finding different jobs for myself, and of course, building Westport Studios. I'm thankful for my nieces. They brighten my world. They don't care that Uncle Rob is working on a passion project. They want to dance and jump and be thrown around because they're four and a half and two. I'm grateful to my listeners and all of the people who encourage and support me on this show. Shoutouts to Kenny, Scott, Aruna, Tom, Amy, Elsie, Ariel, Sasha, Walter, Heather, Roger, Wina, and so many more of you. You, dear listener, have all of these things and all of these people in your life that make you more than what you were in your job and your career. You also have those innate skills, like I do, that are your superpower. And big thanks to Tom for that description. I like that one. Once you realize that you have things that you're grateful for that can be used as tools, that's where abundance really begins. So once we have the gratitude to realize that the gifts we have are useful, 
we can begin to apply them. Now this moves us to phase two of the abundance spiral, which is creativity. Making this leap is big, and it's, re it's really not always easy. But if you start taking the gifts and the tools you have and combining them and recombining them into different ways, it's not only kind of satisfying and fun, but you can actually create synergy and bring you to something that you would have never thought of building before. There's a case in point for me. This studio, this show, the concept of recruiting hell, some of your creations are going to be a little odd or they're going to, they're going to suck. And I'm going to pick on myself here. There was a prototype at one point for recruiting hell. And it was a job site for the firearms industry. I just exited that industry. Uh, it's called guncareers.com. And you can actually go there and check out how bad this is. Because I spent some time on it and I totally lost, lost passion for it. It's still an active site, but I haven't touched it in a year and a half. And I leave it running because it's something for me to look back at. It was a necessary creation to get this program to where it is today. And it's a great example of how when you have gifts, if you refine your process over and over again, you can likely find something that actually has legs. It might not be a million dollar idea, but it's something that you can either put together as a project for yourself or for somebody else that could actually grow bigger. So combining your unique gifts and playing with that toolbox of things that you have that the world has, uh, has given you and that nature has given you is a great way to continue uh, to get that abundance spiral uplifted. And that lifts us into this next one. When you start to put things together, people, people tend to notice. They see, hey, that's a cool thing you made there. And the third step up the abundance spiral is cooperation. And this is actually one of the phases that this project is currently in, Recruiting Hell and, and the, the podcast itself. You know that I've met so many folks through networking, some of you are listening to this show, and connecting this year, I love you all. The cooperation, the co-working, the problem solving, and the consulting that I've done for you and so many others has been a tremendous experience in itself. And it's actually led to some revenue for my efforts here, which is awesome. Your job hunt has so much riding on this portion of cooperation. It's almost silly. Meeting the right people and finding out how you can contribute to what they do is the key to realizing that your tools and skills from earlier have value to other people, which is a massive boost to how you feel about them. The tools, not people. Well, maybe both. This step leads upwards to opportunities, which is where your abundance spiral really starts to take off. Step four is, of course, opportunities. And this is the area in abundance where money starts to enter the picture. You're presented with the ability to make or do something for someone in exchange for value. And this builds on gratitude because it shows that step one was worthwhile. And you had the ability to recognize things in yourself that other people needed. This phase and step is something of an ongoing one because you're always going to be making new connections and finding new opportunities. But step four here is kind of the second half of the spiral. And the last two steps, step five and step six, ingenuity and exponentials, go hand in hand. Both of these are related to improving your product, whether that's you or something you make, and bringing it 
out farther and wider than you ever thought possible. It's this success that leads you into a spiral because with the scaling and growth of your endeavors, you now recognize fully the value that you had from step one with the attitude of gratitude about who you are and what you can do. And chances are, if you're reaching step six with exponentials, you're probably being pretty successful and I have a feeling you're most likely pretty grateful for that. This is how we wind up back at the start of the spiral. So no matter where you're at on the abundance spiral right now, step one is most important because it fuels all the other steps in the spiral. The exponentials pour back into gratitude because again, if you've made it around the spiral, you've definitely got something to be thankful for. The abundance spiral is so important for your mental well-being and your escape from recruiting hell may actually take you through multiple abundance spirals in order to escape. But partnering that with the attitude of gratitude that we learned from The Secret is a sure way to help change your thought process about your job hunt and do it better. All because you recognize and are grateful for the value that you already have inside you and can give to people. So, if we're looking from the depths of despair here with the abundance spiral, we start to get that attitude of gratitude. And eventually, once you get up the spiral to opportunities, things start to really turn on and make sure that they're showing you that you have some, some worth. You are more than your job. You are more than what you were when you were last employed. So please remember that. And again, an attitude of gratitude is not just something for Thanksgiving Day and the couple of days surrounding it. It's for all year. So folks, that wraps the show for Thanksgiving. And I think both topics here fit really what the season is all about. And, you know, speaking of seasons, we are literally almost halfway through this one, which is really kind of crazy. And even though a number of our next episodes will be actually taking place during the peak of holiday seasons, we will not be taking a break in late December into the new year. We will not be taking that break. Your job hunt is too important. And plus, the holidays actually make for some incredibly fun episode ideas. As we close out, folks, a reminder that that free guide is available at RecruitingHell.com. Six strategies to end your job hunt for good. I do really hope it's something that can help you build that structure to set up a great job hunt. And of course, if you'd like additional help, drop me an email directly at Podcast at gmail.com. For more from the show, you can find our blog, social media accounts, show notes, and of course, links to Public for cool stuff like this t-shirt, uh, coffee mugs, buttons, all sorts of crazy stuff. Or of course, you can support us on Patreon. Recruiting Hell is a production of Westport Studios and is proudly made in Wisconsin. And finally, again, please, by all means, rate our show on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, subscribe to us on YouTube. You can actually see my face, which is a ton of fun. And uh, we're going to continue to make this a little bit more of a, uh, a professional-looking show. I think we do pretty well so far, but there's, a, there's some more steps we can add, I believe. And again, making content for you is what drives this show. So if you have feedback, if you have something you want to hear about, let me know. The Recruiting Hell Podcast at gmail.com. Finally, as always, a big thank you to Purple Planet for our theme music and you, the listener, for tuning in. I'm Rob Conlon, and until we meet again, please keep moving forward with your self-betterment and your job hunt. It's a marathon not a sprint, and Recruiting Hell will be here to help you keep pace. Have a great Thanksgiving, folks. <laughs>